this is not manhood. Putting on a dress is not being a man. It's not. It's not your kind of man. Oh, wait a minute. It's, but does he call himself a man? Or does he just call himself male? It's the 20-Minute Morning Show for Wednesday, February the 27th. So, uh, Billy Porter, y'all been hearing people talk about Billy Porter with that damn dress on, right? Got in an argument with my wife about that dude. Why would he wear a, a, a gown, what's it called, a tuxedo gown to the Oscars? He's making a statement. That, yeah, that's a that's his statement. What kind of statement did he that's, make? Well, I guess uh, he's showing what he is and who he is. He, he I believe, you know, the, the tuxedo was supposed to represent manhood, and I guess the Skirt was supposed to be his <laughs> feminineness. I, I don't know. Oh. Oh. I mean, that's what I'm assuming. <laughs> so up top, he's a man, but down below, he's a woman. He's got female genitalia, I guess he's saying. Well, no, nah, he, he got male genitalia. That's the thing, but he, I guess. I did some research on him, and all the dudes he was with was white dudes. Mm-hmm. He's like the woman, and the white dude was like the uh, the male. He had this hat on. You know what? All these poses, like you know how, like a woman, you have your arm around a woman and she be all hugged up with you. That's how he was, man. Oh, punk. I, I mean, why you gotta call him names, DJ? Yeah, you man. know what? The the thing is, this I, I can disagree with the lifestyle, you know, and I even disagree with the dress, you know, uh, because, and I'll tell you why I disagree with the dress because I believe that um, images, um, especially a male in that dress. I think it says something, and I'm not saying every male's going out and wear a dress, but it, it's putting this image out there of these uh, uh, very effeminate men, and over and over, it happens to be black men it's that we keep seeing men. in these positions. Yeah, you know, it's always us. We the we the poster children for this movement. I don't I don't see how black people don't are not up in arms about this. But I guess you know what, and the disagreement I got. And, and, and this is sad that uh, that people can't see, oh, you know, I got the comments like, well, he can be free and he should be able to be who he is, but he represents more than just himself. He, he won't represent black men as a whole. That if this is the image that keeps me putting out there, you know, it would have been different if we saw him and then they gave us uh, some masculine males and said, well, here's some, um, I guess, traditional men um, looking good, but they're focused on him. I saw him more than I saw anyone else. I guess, you know, that's his protest against social norms. You always get mealy mouth when it comes to topics like this. You make me sick. But wait a minute. That's, Sean, how, I'm just telling you, wait a minute. I didn't say I agree with it. I'm just telling you that's probably his statement. That's, that's the problem now. All you women, y'all, that's why y'all make our boys into little soft punks. Uh, don't worry about it. Don't 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 talk about him like that, BJ. You're gonna you're gonna make. No, him I'm saying, feelings. BJ, you don't have to call. You don't have to name call. That's all I'm saying. If you don't, if it's not your your brand, if it's not your style, if you don't like it, you don't have to call names. That's all I'm saying. I can't stand to see the black. Okay, man just say you hate like it. That. Why you gotta call him a name? I said he is like a punk. He's a punk. He's a punk. What you want? What else can I call him? He's a punk. You could say something like, you know, that, you know, that you 
believe that homosexuality. I didn't say homosexuality. I said he was a punk. My problem is this: if you're a homosexual male or not, what is it about uh, this feminine? Why do you have to kind of almost mimic a, a female? I mean, if you want to be a homosexual, be that all day. But why can't you be a man? Why do, why do you have to make this statement? Is my question. He's saying that you know he doesn't fit into that. A man doesn't fit into that little box. We need to redefine manhood, but it, it, it's not a feminine manhood. And I think trying to make it a feminine manhood, I just don't think that works. You know, our grandfathers are rolling around in their graves saying, "Why can't y'all open y'all damn mouth and tell them this is crazy? Why are y'all even debating with this? Why are y'all negotiating this?" This is not manhood. Putting on a dress is not being a man. It's not. It's not your kind of man. Oh, Wait a minute. It's, but does he call himself a man? Or does he just call himself male? Because um, in some conversations, I don't hear, um, we talk about it, this new manhood. No. A lot of times, these guys don't even call themselves men. They call each other girl and, and, and um, that's, you know, that's other true, subject Sunday. matter. How are you being a man if that's how you're referring to yourself and others? I'm not and, saying he did that, but I'm just saying in general. And on applications now, they have male, female, and non-binary. Mm. But that doesn't make it right. Just because they put it on an app. No, I'm just telling you what they have on applications. And it's like, BJ, you always get mad when you think I don't agree with you. Do I think modern TV is saturated with homosexuality? Yes, I do. Especially since gay people are only supposed to represent 3.4% of the populace. But it's all about social programming. Alternative lifestyle is the new normal now. Yeah. Everything that used to be perceived abnormal is normal now. Yeah. But we don't have to accept right. it, though. If you look, the focus now is not on entertainment anymore. It's on popular social issues. Right. That's what it's right. all about. They don't even care about entertaining you anymore. It's Wednesday, February 27th, and this is UIN, Urban Internet News Uncut. I'm Alexander Caden. A mother and son were sentenced to life for the murder of a witness in a robbery case. Terrence Black and his mother, Tina Black, were sentenced to life without the chance of parole for the murder of a witness who knew about an August 2016 robbery of a Denver marijuana shop. Terrence Black was arrested for the robbery, and the witness was dead a month later. The victim's sister said after the Black's sentencing that she had never seen her brother so scared in his life, and he was trying to come up with some cash to flee to Florida when he was killed. A mother and her adult daughter killed five of their close relatives, including three children, and were found disorientated after child welfare authorities arrived for a surprise visit to their trashed apartment outside Philadelphia. Authorities discovered the scene after a Bucks County child welfare officer arrived for an unannounced visit and was let into the building. The mother and daughter were taken to a hospital and at first told authorities they didn't know what happened. 
Several Democratic presidential candidates are embracing reparations for the descendants of slaves, but not in the traditional sense. Black people won't be getting a check if they were going to do it, but instead of backing the direct compensation of African Americans for the legacy of slavery, the Democratic candidates are talking about using tax credits and other subsidies. About 8 in 10 white Americans said they were opposed to reparations, of course, while 6 in 10 black Americans said they were in favor. What? That's what I say, little John. Only six? Damn. A Maryland lawmaker has apologized for using a racial slur to describe a majority black county outside of Washington, D.C. The lawmaker, who is white, allegedly told a white colleague that campaigning in Prince George's County on behalf of another candidate amounted to door knocking in a N-word district. Prince George's County, with a population that's 65% black, is one of the most affluent majority black counties in the United States. The Legislative Black Caucus of Maryland has asked her to undergo racial sensitivity training, which she said she would. Former NBA player Mike Bibby is done as a coach of a high school in Arizona the day after sexual assault allegations against him became public. Bibby served as the head boys basketball coach at Shadow Mountain High School near Phoenix. A teacher claimed that Bibby grabbed her by the waist, pulled her into his car, and assaulted her in February of 2017. Billionaire Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, will be required to pay a $5,000 fine, do 1,000 hours of community service, and attend a class on human trafficking, all because he paid for manual stimulation, which is somebody beating his, well, you know, at the Orchards of Asia Day Spa in Jupiter, Florida. That happened on January 19th and 20th of this year. Well, he's a billionaire, he can afford it, but damn, that's an expensive hand job. A Madison, Wisconsin teacher allegedly tackled an 11-year-old girl ripping three braids from her head during a disciplinary procedure caught on school cameras. He's on leave during a police and district investigation. The teacher forcibly pushed the girl out of a classroom and into a row of lockers, then lost his balance and fell on top of her. When he got up, the girl's braids were pulled out and she had two ball spots on her head. The teacher says he has no idea how the braids ended up in his hands. The child's mother is not buying that one and has hired a lawyer, while the 11-year-old is too frightened to return to school. For more news and information for one of our people of color, visit our website at uinews.net. You've been listening to UIN, Urban Internet News, Uncut. I'm Alexander Caden. Younger people are watching this and more mm-hmm. and more are, are finding, quote, coming out as gay. And I wonder if there are a direct effect on that. That's what I'm asking. I, yeah, I, maybe it's a part of social programming. Wow. It's just what it is, so, you know. It's, it's part of that, social it's programming. It's a part of social programming and also a part of these evil scientists who can alter your nature in the womb. You know, saying so they can give you drugs now to make you have more estrogen than testosterone. These mothers, you know what I'm saying? So you wonder why all of a sudden all these children are so soft and feminine acting. Something is being done chemically to alter but, the way we are. 
And, and I, I must agree with you because it does uh, appear that your males are becoming softer and your females are becoming much more harder. Yeah. You have women who are walking around who want to grow beards, um, who want to carry very much what used to be, I guess, a male bravado. And, and, and so, you know, a lot of times, PJ, I'd be like, man, he's crazy. But I think you got you got a point here because something's not right. Yeah, and I and you know what I don't use the thing you know with um what is same um conspiracy theories with Kardashian what's the name you know Bruce Jenner said that God made him uh, made a mistake I don't believe God made a mistake I do think part of that social programming is what we're seeing yeah he's and he's one ugly woman too if he think he's pretty <laughs> he, he did make a damn mistake by thinking that he was a woman. They don't want it to be a such thing as gender anymore. I think so, that's what they're pushing towards. But let me ask this, and, and, and I'm not asking you, Sean, as a person. I'm just putting it in general. It's not really destroying us as a people because if we don't have men and women and they don't get together and create new life, there is no life. Right. So but what is the, what is the point? Why if we have no gender and it's okay for you know you to cross um sex and man and man and woman and woman i believe in gender because i believe in biology but i don't force my lifestyle on anyone because i don't want anyone to force their lifestyle on me right and, and, and i get that and, and and that was my argument in the beginning just like i don't want to see gratuitous sex of uh, uh heterosexuals on my screen i don't want to see it homosexuals you know I don't think anyone wants to force anyone into a lifestyle, but what is happening is we are being forced. We're being we're being forced to say, "Hey, this should be our norm," because every show, I can't think of one without exception. Every show, it, it, even on Disney, yeah. they have to bring in gay characters to make you see. Oh, look, it's everywhere. Everybody's doing this. So I just asked this question. Did you see a character? You always see a homosexuality in different characters on every show. Is it making people more accepting or is it making people more angry like Sunday? Or is it, is it making people like me just say, you know, maybe I just don't fit in anymore? I think you have a certain amount of older crowd that gets angry because it's kind of like you can see what's happening and you're like, whoa, this ain't right. But our younger crowd is being very much accepting of it because they're seeing this now as a norm. You know, television is that great drug. We talk about the other drugs, but television as a drug and media overall as a drug, our children are addicted to it. And being addicted to it, they show us these images constantly and it puts it into these babies' brains to believe, well, this is what's right. That's right. And Dad, what are you so upset about? It's only it's just a gay dude. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Why are you, why are you, why are you so uptight, Dad? Because, son, and then it, you don't understand that they're trying to feminize you. And like Neely Fuller, I want y'all to do some research on Neely Fuller. And I'm going to tell you again what he said. He said the white male anus is the new vagina for the black male. And if you can't see that shaping up now, I don't know what you're looking at. That white man is supposed to be the girlfriend for the black man. I know I it's shocking. It's shocking. It, it's shocking. It is it's un it is unbelievable to hear a statement like that. I told that to my mother in law. 
and she just held her mouth open. But how do you think the biology of um, um, thousands of years where males were attracted to females and females were attracted to males? And, and it's scary because it seems like it's almost an overnight but Sandy, shift. do you think homosexuality is a new thing? No, no. By, by no means do I believe it's a, a new thing. But I guess I'm not arguing about it being new. I'm arguing about its widespreadness now and how it has become even more acceptable now. And it seems like it's, it's popping up in larger and larger quantities of individuals who are saying I'm a homosexual. So y'all believe in the Bible, right? Y'all believe in the scriptures, right? So, yes, sir, I do. So there was a place called Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Yeah. And, you know, um, God destroyed uh, Sodom and Gomorrah because of the practices of homosexuality, right? So I want you to think about right. America, who has sanctioned gay marriage, a black man sanctioned gay marriage, Barack Obama, and now with all this gay stuff and the transgender stuff, don't you think that we are in the crosshairs of God's wrath? I mean, if Sodom and Gomorrah got destroyed, then we should be obliterated, according to I mean, the scriptures. Yeah, you're right. We should, to we should expect I, I something to... terrible to happen in America because of this deviation if you believe in the bible well, now, let's look let's look more practical I, bj DJ, and, and it's I just, real simple this okay. if, if you keep if you keep changing and saying hey men and women shouldn't be together we're literally gonna die out as a race of people black white whoever america will be no more not because god has to come down and destroy us we're gonna literally destroy ourselves because we're not gonna reproduce and that is true well, I think basically what you're saying is that God did the judging in Sodom and Gomorrah. Let God do the judging now. I yeah. don't think you get to criminalize people for being gay. I know no. you don't. No, no I, I don't believe you should criminalize anybody, but I do think that we ought to be a voice. It's like if anyone stands up and say, I think this is wrong, you're ridiculed, you're put in a box, they won't let you on TV. They won't let you on the biggest... Um, um, stage there is. If you if if you publicly come out and say I think homosexuality should not be, or I I don't think homosexuality should be widespread or whatever, you will never get on a medium again. They will blackball you. They will put you in a corner, and we will never hear from you again. Right, and that's the same thing because you can't condemn homosexuality without condemning fornication and adultery either. Cause it's right up there with it being an abominable axe, according to God. He don't like neither That's one of them. Right. Yeah. So They're all, all of us. Sins. Yeah, all of us in the same box. So we should right. expect God to answer with something terrible, because of the deviation of everybody. Because this, right. Because America is a cesspool of abomination. I mean, this this place is horrible with sin. And if you believe and in the I, Bible, God, He's going to answer. He's got to. You can't. You can't. And I'm glad him. you said that. I'm so glad you said that because a lot of times it's like we're beating up just on homosexuality, but sexual sin is what it is. You know, it, and and we've talked about it in many subjects, be it homosexuality, be it the trafficking of, of women and children and boys, um, all these things. You you do you remember the other day you said all these things were about sex? It was R. Kelly. I don't think you get to compare trafficking women and children to homosexuality. No, I'm talking about sexual sin. 
I, that's what I'm talking about. I understand what you're saying, Sunday, but that's that that's not a comparison. Two adults consenting to, with one another. That's a difference. I, and I understand that, but I, I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about a thing called sin. And mm-hmm. sin has no level. It is just sin. You don't get to criminalize people for being homosexuals. You I just agree. don't. I, I totally agree. But but um, when you, sexual sin, it, it, it covers a multitude of gambits. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it, that's what that's my point. No, I'm not trying to criminalize homosexuality by any means. And only reason I put them in the same category, I'm talking about what's going on in America. Right. I'm talking about sexual sin that we are being led by our penises and vaginas instead of our heads. Sunday, I, I can agree with to what you're saying, because whatever you do in the bed now becomes your whole identity. Right. For some reason. I don't know what what's that about. Right. Well, somebody brought it out of the bedroom and tried to make everybody else accept it. They're putting it on television. They got these commercials where a man is on his knees giving another man an engagement ring with a Zales commercial. I mean, it's just this is outrageous. Well, you know? BJ, if you don't like homosexuality, don't practice it. We need the same disgust when we see unwed people in the bed having sex. So, so if we're gonna beat up on them. We gotta, we gotta beat up on them all. <laughs> exactly. You're right. You are and right. I guess that's Sean's point. What you do in the bed has become your whole identity. I can't disagree with you, Sean. I cannot. Thank y'all for listening to the 20 Minute Morning Show, a product of Inside Urban Media, written and produced by BJ Murphy from our studios in Charlotte, North Carolina. Please use the share button and subscribe to our podcast on all your social media platforms and your podcasting platforms. The 20 Minute Morning Show can be heard on the following platforms like Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Anchor.fm, and SoundCloud. I want to thank Sean Sunday, our producer Marjan Parham, who you're going to be hearing from real soon, Camille Brooks, AK, and all the contributors of the 20 Minute Morning Show. We're available for download at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday. This is a daily podcast. Tell your friends that your morning show is on the radio. Well, actually, it's on the podcast. It's the 20 Minute Morning Show, y'all. Peace. <laughs>